today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Last week uh, on the program, we talked about uh, the resignation of the chair of the Accessibility Committee in uh, the City of London, uh, citing uh, what she thought was a lack of support from the city staff, uh, the fact that no meetings had been called. Well, uh, recently now, the longest-serving member of that committee, Michael Dothlowen, has also resigned his post in an email to uh, the City Council after 10 years of service. Uh, as a matter of fact, in his resignation letter, he's actually warning councils they could be found in violation of Ontario's accessibility law and urging them to take disability issues more seriously. Uh, joining us to talk about this is Ward 5 Councillor Maureen Cassidy, uh, who has expressed some serious concerns about this. Councillor, thank you so much for the time. Glad you could be with us today. My pleasure. Uh, the other shoe has dropped here. The two resignations in two weeks. Uh, are you concerned about this? I am. I'm actually concerned about this. So um, the Accessibility Advisory Committee has done some really good work in London, and they've worked um, closely with city staff on a number of initiatives. In fact, London was one of the, the first municipalities to lead on this with our um, our facilities accessibility design uh, manual. It actually came before provincial standards and and it was groundbreaking. And that was partly due, a lot of work done on that was through the Accessibility Advisory Committee. So they, they've been They've been a, a really valuable source of expertise and experience and wisdom for city council and for city staff. With these two resignations, though, I, I, I mean, is, are these red flags that have been set up here about the relationship between the advisory committee and, and city staff? So there's an ongoing review right now that's been it's been taking and in, in, you know perhaps a little bit too long in in a lot of people's opinions. Um, and it was started uh, way back in 2015, and the review was to um, to see if there might be some overlap amongst some of the advisory committees that we have. So in London, we have advisory committees that report to council, and they're, they are volunteer citizens that get appointed to these advisory committees. And the, the Accessibility Advisory Committee is the one that's actually legislatively mandated. We have to have a body of this kind. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be set up the way London has set it up, but there has to be an advisory body on accessibility issues for uh, that reports to city council. Um, and and so this review has been going on for a while, and uh, and there have been, num- been a number of things over the years that have slowed it down. Number one is the pandemic; it has de- definitely slowed down, and we haven't had meetings of most of our advisory committees throughout this uh, pandemic time. The other thing that slowed down the review, I think, was when London switched to um, to ranked ballots. We were the first municipality mm-hmm. in the country to switch to ranked balloting. And that the clerk, uh, the clerk's department really led that as as and they are the they are the department that uh, that looks after the advisory committees as well. So the big change to rank balloting throughout 2017 and 2018 put a lot of the clerk's work on hold and and I'm I'm hearing that that may have had an impact on this review. It's time to speed the review up though. Some of the some of our it's not just the accessibility advisory committee. There are other advisory committees that are wondering what's what's happening with the review, when it will be over and when there will be again certainty in how our advisory committees are. Is, is there some 
confusion there about whose responsibility is what here uh, with those committees. Uh, I, I know that when uh, the, the chair of the committee, uh, Matt, uh, Jackie Madden, resigned, uh, she seemed to be insinuating that, well, they don't seem to want our opinion on anything. And, and, I, and then the staff seemed to be indicating, well, if you wanted to say something, you wanted to convene, you should have called us. Is it the city's responsibility to maintain that contact and to keep meetings going, or is it the committee itself? To a large degree, it is the committee that decides when they meet and all of that. They get support from city staff. So they get meeting space and they get a city clerk that's uh, dedicated to each of the committees mm -hmm. who takes the minutes, prepares the agendas, sends out the schedulers, all of those things. But it really is the chairs of the committees who decides uh, um, to a large degree. There is a meeting cycle that is set up at the beginning and the clerks send out the, the overall schedule and, and the committees tend to meet, you know, some meet on a monthly basis, some meet less frequently than that. And they um, and then each advisory committee reports into a different standing committee on council. Where some of that feedback that's been coming from, uh, coming and it's been reported out, I think some of that feedback has actually been uh, from other city councillors. There have been other city councillors that have been quoted in the media mm -hmm. saying things like they don't understand the purpose of advisory committees or they don't really know what they do. And I don't, um, I don't agree with that. And anybody that's been on council for any length of time should have a good understanding of what advisory committees do. And in fact, whenever, whenever we come up with a, a new plan or, a, you know, we have a downtown master plan and we have a plan on, on housing and, and homelessness prevention, things like that. City Council always directs staff to consult with a, a different advisory committee. So if it's an accessibility issue, we direct staff, you know, go consult with the accessibility advisory committee, get their input on this. Uh, our trails master plan through, I, our, we have a, a really extensive trail system in London along the river and along the creeks and tributaries. And, Accessibility Advisory Committee was very much involved in that to make sure as many of those trails as possible are accessible to as many as people as possible. So city councillors should be aware uh, of what our advisory committees do. Can we, can it be set up better? Can it, can the system work better for these advisory committees? I absolutely think it could. And that's why the review was, was uh, requested many years ago. Uh, it's time for that review to, to, to be finished though, I think. Got about a minute left here. In his re resignation letter, as you know, Councillor, uh, Mr. Hawthorne suggested that the city might be in violation of that provincial act uh, because of the fact that no meetings were called. Are you concerned about that? I'm always concerned uh, of, about provincial legislation and uh, the city being in, in accord with that legislation. I, I do know in past dealings when we had some con concerns and questions about our, our meetings, which are taped and they are posted on YouTube, uh, and on the city website, there were concerns a while back that they were not closed captioned. Um, and so we did uh, consult with the province at that point and uh, on the, the issue of the accessibility legislation. And we were told that the province wants to work with the municipality. So their, their first reaction is not going to be to levy fines, which can be very, very substantial. And, and they can be directed at individual councillors um, and the municipality as well. So it, it can be very um daunting if you're if you're looking at that but uh but from what we've heard from our provincial colleagues is that they want to work with municipalities they want to direct us they want to guide us they want collaboration and they want to make sure we are in compliance with AODA legislation and and come at it from that stick it's only that they would only turn to fines and penalties 
if there seems to be an unwillingness on the part of the city to to conform, I um, I will be asking at the next council meeting where we are with the review, what's going on, and why can't we accommodate our advisory committees during the pandemic the way we have we have accommodated council meetings and standing committees of council as well. More to come on this to be sure. Councillor, thank you so much for the time today. Really appreciate your insight. Thank you for having me. Take care. That's uh, Ward 5 Councillor Maureen Cassidy, of course, dealing with the issue of the Accessibility Advisory Committee. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.